Good Wednesday afternoon. This is Jay Roy coming at you with the good talk. It's my first ever podcast, and uh, it's my first ever introduction to the entertainment industry. I mean, I've I've made content on YouTube before, but I never never took it seriously. <laughs> but uh, enough about me. How are you all doing this uh, fine afternoon? So Wednesday, January the 11th, 2018. It's a beautiful day. I got all my work done on the farm today. Got all the plowing done. Got all the shoveling done. Let out all the dogs. And we're going to jump right into this thing. <clears throat> I was I was kind of confused, not confused, but I was I didn't know how to start this out. I, I, I didn't want to just jump into topics because then people were like, ah, who's this asshole who thinks that we care? <laughs> and I started to listen to the, some of the very, very early podcasts, some of the very first podcasts of people of the greats, like Bill Burr, Joe Rogan, a few of those. And I was like, what am I doing? Why don't I just do my own thing? What, I don't want to take... Of course you want to take influence from other people. But you want to add to that influence, and you want to find your own niche in the market. And that's where I am here today. <laughs> I don't have a specific niche in the market that I that I plan on hitting, but we'll see. We'll see. Let it play out. I have a few topics that I want to discuss today. Since this is the first podcast, it's probably not. It's probably going to be nice and short. <laughs> But uh, <clears throat> I plan on making these about an hour to two hours each. Probably will come out with them once a week or so. But I have no schedule. I'm just starting out. Fuck off. <laughs> and I, I even have notes. I even wrote notes. And like I wouldn't even do that in school. So uh shows you how seriously I'm taking this so far. I mean, I am just using... A shitty mic and audacity on my computer, but hey, everybody's got to start somewhere, right? Let's jump right into it. <clears throat> I had something happen to me recently in social media that, uh, huh? It was a, it was, it was a, it was a quite an interesting experience. I was always kind of known as like an edgy kid growing up. Especially in high school, I would just kind of like keep to myself and then make like stupid jokes that weren't funny, but I just, I thought they were funny and I would just like re repeat stupid shit. Like Red Band, Red Band off Joe Rogan's podcast. Before I even listened to Joe Rogan's podcast, his and mine, his and mine comedic style are so damn similar, but I grew out of it. I 100% grew out of it because I was humiliated for it. <laughs> I was humiliated constantly and I was like, all right, what the fuck am I doing? But yeah, I was edgy. I was quite edgy. And uh, I remember one time on Facebook, I posted something about Islam. And there was this video of some fucking turban wearers. I don't know if they were actually Muslim or not. Islamist. The video said there was. The video said it was. And uh, it was translated to English captions. 
So I don't actually know if this is what they were saying. And I said that in my post, in my Facebook post. And the people were saying, like, oh, don't worry. They were talking to their six- and seven-year-old daughter. It was like, it was a man and a woman. The woman was behind the camera, and the man was talking to his child. And the children were crying. And he was saying, oh, no, 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 it's okay, it's okay. After you do this, after you blow up, you're going straight to heaven. And I shared this, and I said, I specifically said, I don't know if this actually is what's happened. I don't speak Arabic. Arabic? Yeah. I don't speak Arabic. I don't speak... I don't fucking know what they speak over there. They're fucking inbred language. And I, I'm 100% not Islamophobic. I'm not afraid of Islam. I don't have a phobia of religion. That's stupid. But the fact that I just questioned it and the amount of hate that I fucking got for that, it was insane. It was... I couldn't believe it. And the next day, I was talking to my football team at lunch, and half of them were like, oh, no, you can't talk about that because Canada is just an accepting country. And I was like, what? The, the captain of my football team actually said, told me that. He said, uh, Canada is a diverse country. We're built on diversity, and we can't stop that. I think there's an inherent problem with that, with that ideology, with that thinking, in that you you go off the pres, presumption that all cultures are equal morally equal which can't like that's 100% not true what so our culture 500 years ago where we literally did not consensual sex was not a thing we were going around raping 500 years ago that's generous too maybe even like 200 years ago even and that's that's our sole purpose of sole purpose that's like our source of reproduction what you think a caveman who's twice as big as a woman would come up and be like hey hey give me the pussy no you just be like fuck you and your man <laughs> the alpha male would be able to fuck whoever they wanted I mean it's kind of like that now but it's more manipulative now Definitely more manipulative now. And less physical. Very, really less physical. Really less physical? Yeah, it's, it's not proper. But, what happened to me on social media? Okay. <clears throat> on Instagram, I'm still a teenager. So, I, I have to follow the pop culture thing if I kind of want to fit in. <laughs> I mean, I don't have to, but I do. It's, it's fun. It's fun. There's this thing, this trend going on Instagram where you have your main account and on your main account you post pictures of your dog, your family and you let family members follow you and shit but you don't post on it daily you just kinda like every now and then and then you have a secondary account called a spam account I recently made a spam account and a spam account pretty much what a spam account is is literally the name you just spam your instagram feed with your day-to-day -day life so <laughs> a spam account of a regular person is like a regular account of a celebrity <laughs> in a way in a way but uh <clears throat> i posted on my spam account i'll bring it up i'll bring it up so i don't misquote myself if i even have my phone i don't think i have my phone oh well fuck it fuck it we thugging 
I uh, I posted on my spam account. Yeah, yeah, I, I said exactly this. I said, people always say I'm not very nice, but then they always say I'm very sweet. And then after that, I was like, I said, sorry, I'm socially autistic. It's not my fault. The inner comedian inside of me just makes me say dumb shit sometimes. And it's so, it was so telltaling because in the paragraph, I said I was socially autistic, which so damn disrespectful, but I got called out so hard and people were like, go fuck yourself. I'm th like, people were death threatening me and I, I doubled down. You know, I did bet, bet. I doubled the fuck down. <laughs> did not apologize. I called people pussies, and I was like, who are you to say what I find funny or not? And one girl commented. It started out like people were like, haha, liking it and shit. Then one girl, in quotation marks, socially autistic, and quotation mark, shut the fuck up. And I replied, why? I thought it was funny. Or something like that. I wish I had my phone. Anyways. And then another girl commented. This wasn't just a quick little call out she was saying that i should fucking delete my account she's gonna get her boys after me and curb stomp me all because i said that i me i i'm sorry for being socially autistic i know it's very insensitive and my my psychiatrist actually thinks that i have asperger's but i just there's no fucking point of looking into it because like if i have asperger's that's gonna be on my resume and shit i don't fucking want that I, i'm normal enough but my psychiatrist asked me if I wanted to go through the testing process of seeing if I was on the spectrum. And I was like, fuck no. I was, like, where, where? I was kind of insulted a little bit, but it, it doesn't make sense because I'm kind of... Anyways. But this other girl commented, holy fuck, it took me ten minutes to tell this story. Damn. I gotta get better at this. <laughs> this other girl commented and she said... That she worked with autistic people. And that if I would only see the suffering that autistic people deal with on a daily basis, then I would not be so insensitive to them. And I replied to that. So You work with a few autistic people, so that makes you speak on behalf of all autistic people? And she said, no. Actually, yeah, yeah she, at first she said, actually, yes, it does. And I was like, are you fucking joking? Like, you don't speak on behalf. And she was like, I never claimed that. Oh, fuck, I'm so bad at telling stories. I gotta get better. It, it got me very heated. But it ended up me making very validif validified points. And she posted on her spam, after I rebutted her fucking splooge or whatever, she posted on her spam, get this she posted people literally make me want to smash my head in with a brick 600 times i screenshotted that motherfucker and i posted that on my spam and i said oh so you're allowed to joke about self-harm i fucking went there boys i went full-on meme oh, fuck don't say that <laughs> and uh yeah she didn't like that she did not like that and she commented first, was like, hey, it's me. But then afterwards, she's like, take that down. And I was like, nah, nah, it's okay. I didn't take it down. It's still up there. I covered her eyes and I covered her name. So, like, it's 
just to kind of respect her identity, but everybody knows, knows who it fucking is now because her comment's still on the thing. And I made it so she uh, she can't follow me anymore because my account's private. And uh, so now she can't remove any of her comments. <laughs> but I was using a lot of the points that the YouTuber iDubs made in his content cop about Tanamongu. How she called him out for saying the n-word and retard or something like that and she said kill herself kill yourself in that same tweet where she called him out and it's like what what i would i think it's 100 percent less offensive to tell someone to call someone the n-word than to tell them to kill themselves but that doesn't matter because you have the right to say that right like, you're not inciting violence. You're not, hey, but people, go break his legs. She did say that about him, by the way. I think she said she hopes he breaks both his legs and he loses all his subscribers. But he made a very good point of either all of it is okay or none of it is okay. And that's how even South Park would look at it, too. You can't choose which jokes are okay or not because... The only problem with that, like, yes, I would like to be able to, for all of us to agree to not say the jokes that offend other people. Because then we'd all get along. But guess what? Something's gonna offend someone. Everything's gonna offend someone. There's gonna be one person offended about everything. So for you to say that, and also my problem with it, is who gets to choose? Who would be able to get to choose which jokes are okay or not? And they don't want to admit it, the people who claim to be for freedom of speech. And I like that when people say, oh yeah, I'm for freedom of speech, but you just have to take consequences. You have to accept the consequences for your words. And that's basically saying I'm not for freedom of speech. <laughs> I'm for freedom of speech that I do not detest. <laughs> it's so hypocritical. It's so hypocritical. Because they make, like, that means that jokes can't be okay. If some jokes can't be okay, they don't want to admit it. I was saying this before, but I kind of cut myself off. They don't want to admit it. But the people who get to choose which jokes are okay are the ones who are victimized. And that's, there's a huge problem in that because there's no objectively, there's no objective way to find someone, to there's no ob ob fuck I'm trying to illustrate my point without sounding dumb but there's no objective way to find out if someone's victimized it's 100% subjective right like of course if you see someone okay I'm very pondering on this because I don't actually know where I stand completely and, I've all, and I almost kind of lost my point, but... <laughs> my main point is either none of it is okay, or all of it is okay. The victims do not get to choose which jokes are okay. And I like how Jordan Peterson puts it. He says, we're all victims, of course you're a victim. And that's a very good point, because... It doesn't, like, I, I forget who said this, but 
but I don't want to steal the quote, so maybe I should not say it. Oh, well, it's quoted by someone. But they said something along the lines of, life is like a shit sandwich. Some of us have less shit in our sandwich, and some of us have more shit in our sandwich. But we kind of forget that we're all eating a shit sandwich. It's still a shit sandwich. I think Bill Burr actually said that. He might have. I don't know. Fuck it. That's a good point. We're all eating a shit sandwich. So why should someone with more shit in their sandwich be able to make someone with less shit in their sandwich feel bad about it? (laughs) Right? That's like Marxism in a nutshell. (laughs) Another topic I want to discuss is isms. There's something entirely wrong with isms. And I I wanted to jump to this point after my social media interaction because autism... Here, I'm going to look up the, the true definition of autism because it's just a trait, right? Like, yes, you can be on this autist... <sighs> fuck it. Okay, before I, before I fucking say some dumb shit. Okay. Autism is, yeah, it's a, it's a disorder characterized by troubles with social interaction and communication. So technically, an ism can be used, you can use an ism to describe yourself, right? We like to say, we like to mix isms with ist, like racist and racism. Racism and racist are two completely different things. And what do I mean by that? I see that scowl look on your face. You're like, who the fuck is this white privilege? But hear me out. The way we attach identities to certain words before even looking at the context of the situation is ridiculous. The fact that someone can say a word and someone else assumes their identity, what goes on inside their brain because of what they said, they're in the wrong. They're worse for it than the person who said the, I don't know, racial slur or something. Like when Bill Maher, Bill Maher didn't have one black person on his payroll. Not one. And I think he had like over, I I don't know, I'm not going to fucking say it. I'm not going to say, like, how many employees, because I, I don't fucking know. But I remember that was, like, a, a thing for a while. But no one cared. No one gave a shit. I saw, like, one article about it, and I was kind of like, hey, this is, like, this might be bad. Not bad, but, like, I don't think that he should go out of his way to hire black people. But if you have, like, 150 employees or something, I have no idea how much you had. But if you have 150 employees and not one of them, then you might have a problem, but it doesn't mean you do, necessarily. You might. There's a pretty big chance, but it's like you can't assume what goes on in someone's... And then Bill Murray went on and said the N-word. I forget the context of it, but people got so pissed off at him and started calling him a racist when all he said was a racist thing. But in the context, it wasn't racist. He wasn't saying it as a racial slur. 
even though it is a racial slur. It's like when you... I was playing pawn hockey. And my, uh... My buddy bumped me, or something, and I fell over, and it, it, was a pretty, it was a pretty nasty fall. This was when we were, like, 16, 15 or so. And my buddy skated over to me real quick. He was like, dude, are you okay? And I looked at him, and I scowled at him. I was like, what are you, a faggot? <laughs> I didn't mean it in the way of... I it has no correlation with his sexual preference whatsoever. But me growing up, I learned that a faggot is someone who's just overly compassionate to their bros. I think my cat just shit in my room. Are you shitting? I don't see any. Oh, fuck it. We thugging. <clears throat> but I don't... I didn't... It's not like I was putting down. And there was a there was a family there with their kid. And the mother said something to me cuz she overheard me. She said, "Hey, that's homophobic or something." Something like that. I don't know if she actually said that. It was a few years ago now. And I was thinking about that. How does that make me homophobic for saying a certain word? One word without she doesn't know what's going on in my head, what my intentions were with the word, with using the word, but yet she's attaching an identity to a certain word, like, oh, you said this word, oh, gonna pick you out from the category of normal people, gonna drop you in the category of all the other racists who said that magic word. <sighs> Racist, homophobe, sexist, oh, fuck. You can, s <sighs> there was this video online, looked like middle schoolers, not even high schoolers, they were in each other's faces, it was a black and a white kid. They were in each other's faces. They were kind of pushing each other, yelling at each other. It was getting tense. <laughs> I shouldn't do that. It's probably fucking ear rape. And the black kid pushed him. And he's like, I don't know, he called him a pussy. And then the white kid responded, what are you going to do, a pussy-ass nigger? And the black kid just instantly started fighting him. I'm not saying that the black kid is wrong for fighting him. But if he's fighting him because he thinks he's a racist, I don't, I, there's, there's no way of knowing that the kid is actually racist. Yes, he said a racial slur to a black person, but that doesn't mean he's a racist. It's like, but it does, doesn't it? <laughs> I don't fucking know. It's like, I, I he could, there, there's a, large chance that he's a racist that the kid is grew up in a racist home oh shit my cat did shit okay uh gonna clean that up before my fucking because my eyes are actually kind of watering that smells like diarrhea yeah okay i'm back <laughs> uh, but it doesn't mean that he's a racist there's a big chance but it doesn't 100% mean he's a racist. Even though he said a racial slur to the race that the slur is directed towards. It doesn't mean he's a racist. Right? I think I'm right for saying that. Okay, my cat wants out. Man. You already shit. Why do you want out? Couldn't you have gotten out before you shit? Oh, well. <clears throat> 
I think everyone, to an extent, is a little racist. If, But I don't think that racist is the right word for it, because it's such a dirty word. I think we're... I think the human species, why we're so damn good and productive, is because we're great at finding patterns and generalizations. Generally, when you go out in the woods by yourself, without a hunting party a thousand years ago, you're going to die. You're going to get eaten. So generally, it's smarter to take a hunting group with you. Generally, when you go into the ocean, you're going to get eaten or something. I don't know. Maybe not. But <laughs> generalizations are the reason why we have gotten so far, I believe. It's one of the reasons. But there's definitely, there has definitely been intentional racism in the past. Maybe even in the present. For instance, whites and Blacks not able to drink at the same fountain. That's institutional racism. That's written down. That was written down in the law. I'm walking around in my room right now. I, I should be probably sitting so I don't run out of breath. <sighs> I don't think it is. Wait, no, I... Yeah, I do think it is. I, I was on another point in my brain that I just didn't speak with my words and... I thought you guys could telepathically follow for some reason. <laughs> My brain's pretty scattered. I'm pretty sleep-deprived. Been really busy the past few days, but, uh... <clears throat> there's, a There's definitely people in the past who has put down other races and created artificial generalizations of races of races for the sole purpose of being derogatory for the sole purpose of putting them down and putting the race that's calling out the other race on top it's propaganda 100% and it's racist that's racist right but to say that that's just as racist as a kid who's in the moment, the black kids pushing him, he's heard movies, people calling black people niggers before. I don't, there's, honestly, I said there's a good chance, but there's actually probably a better chance that the kid is not a racist, that the kid does not actually hold racist values. There's a, there's a better chance, it's probably more likely that the kid was caught in the moment and he just called them the kid a nigger but he could have he could have been racist as fuck right he could go home and chant about the kkk and shit i don't fucking know but all right moving on <clears throat> podcast over radio fuck my notes are messy Nah, i don't want to talk about that uh yeah we'll touch on it <clears throat> in radio I think the main reason why radio shit the bed is because they didn't want to adapt. I think radio, if ta if it would if we went back to the not even that if we went back to two thousand, 
when people started coming out with podcasts and shit, started coming out with shit that you could download and don't have to buy a Sirius XM radio or something like that, if radio would have made the conversion, they already had the platform. Podcasts wouldn't be a thing, I don't think, now, if radio wasn't so damn intolerant and refusing to change, refuse refusive to change refusive that might be a word i don't know i don't know made it up it's a word now and i think that happened with almost every major platform ever a new platform came out and they didn't want to adapt they said they just wanted to stick to their guns and say nope we're gonna stick to this we don't want to change and sure enough consumers were like fuck that I gotta tune in at a certain time. I gotta buy a radio. I gotta do all this shit just to listen to someone talk when I could just do a quick hello. Okay. Yeah, I thought it would be a good idea to uh, say quick Google search and slam on my keyboard without realizing that Audacity was open. <laughs> yeah, I just, I don't know. I might have fucked up the entire recording. I hope not. We're almost 30 minutes in. It's not bad. <clears throat> but yeah, I think that happens with every platform. Like the TV didn't want to transition. And th there's still cable. Like, cable's still a thing. Who the fuck has cable now? I think one of the best platforms to, like, ever that it's adapted is uh, Netflix. Netflix is the boss. Ever since Netflix kicked Blockbuster to the curb, they've been on a rampage, dude. And then once Netflix started having all the... Because like, they had everything. They knew that if they just had everything, everybody would go to them. But what happened is a lot of other shit started coming out, like Hulu and Amazon and all that. All the other streaming sites. Do you know what the fuck Netflix did? They started making their own damn content. They made House of Cards. They made Stranger Things. And now people are fucking hooked. Hooked. I'm not really. I, I, I don't know. I, I just, like, I want to watch a new show, but then I'll just end up watching The Office again. <laughs> I think I've watched The Office over 15 times. And like that, I t once I told I told my psychiatrist that that I just wanted to watch the same show over and over at the office instead of like expanding the new shows. And he's like, "Yeah, you have Asperger's." And I was like, "What? No, no, not because of that." But he's like, "Yeah, yeah, you probably do." But I was like, "Fuck it, I don't, I don't care." <clears throat> I have this note written down. I don't know where my brain was was at when I when I wrote it, but self confidence. What your dad did not tell you. There's a huge misconception in the term self-confidence. Confidence is not of the self. No, no, let me rephrase that. People think that confidence is a manifestation. But I think it's more of an aura. It's more of a... You don't see that someone's confident. 
in their actions, you see that they're confident in the actions they don't take. Right? I mean, sure, someone can be... <sighs> yeah, that was fucking edgy. What does that even mean, Jay? <laughs> yeah, I'm trying, I'm, trying to, I'm trying to come up with something here. Because I'm trying to find out where my brain was at when I wrote that. I felt like I had a good point. What your dad didn't tell you. What your dad did not tell you. If it hits me again, I'll come back to it. As I was saying about the uh, the different platforms and uh, and the company's refusal to adapt, you see that you see this happening with Apple right now. They're uh, ever since Steve Jobs died. Like I mean, I'm not saying that Apple's a shitty company, but Steve Jobs, one of his main one of his main provo pro provocatives, yeah. One of his name, no, provocative is like, what is his name? Prerogatives, yeah, that might be a word, I don't know. Is that he did not want to make products that were the same, that did the same as other products that they released. For instance, now, how many MacBooks are there? There's like the MacBook Air, the MacBook Pro, the MacBook fucking Pad, I don't fucking know slim and as a consumer I would 100% rather a company invest all their time in one medium product one medial product rather than expand and try to hit a wider market because I mean sure there's gonna be some people who wouldn't buy a screen who wouldn't buy the MacBook because the screen is too small and then they walk down the aisle and see the bigger MacBook and they say, hey, I want this. And then they'll buy it. But if that bigger MacBook wasn't there, then Apple wouldn't make the sale. Of course that's going to happen. But the amount of licensing and investment that it would take to make four of practically the same product, just bigger and smaller, it's very un unproductive. It's very unproductive. You could invest four times. If you have four products, you can invest, I mean, theoretically, you can invest four times amount of time into one product. Every consumer in the market is going to look at all the computers that other companies are making, and they're going to say, oh, shit, I want that. And I think that's, that's, that's how to keep, that's how to keep it entertaining, too. Because if you come out with all the same like four products that do the same fucking thing, people are like gonna see through that. People can be like, ah, they're trying to make a monopoly. They're trying to kick other people out. And now they're coming out with the USB C and shit like that. Like, don't get me wrong, in five years, ten years, everybody's gonna be having USB C's on their phone. But the fact that they're pushing it so damn hard, so fast, it's like, okay, chill, chill. I don't wanna spend a hundred dollars so I can charge my fucking phone. I don't know why I got salty all of a sudden. <laughs> but yeah, before Steve Jobs died, he he really pushed that in their company. He just he took all all the shit that did the same thing and just made sure that there was one of it. Cause why not? You have to have like FCC. FCC is that like that's like yeah. FCC is like 
Wait, let me look at the back of my speakers. Uh, UL. That might be with sound. I don't fucking know. But, like, you have to get licensing on your product. And the more products you have, the more licensing you have. You have to have. Which inevitably costs more. Right? <laughs> for sure. For sure. Has to. Has to. <clears throat> Fuck, my tea's cold. Well, my tea's cold. I guess that means that I should probably end this now. Uh, I'm sorry if the quality was shit. Like I said, I'm not using a good mic or good software. But I'm not going to put money into this. But I do plan on taking this seriously. I do plan on doing this religiously. Because I want I want something to look forward to on a daily basis. I want something. I want I want a reason to have to care. <laughs> you know what I mean? I always kind of felt that with rent. Like I need to pay rent on a monthly basis or else why don't I just lay in bed all day, right? I mean, that might be just like the inner teenager, but I kind of feel that you have to be, hear me out, hear me out. (laughs) I feel that you have to be stupid in a sense, a form of stupid to repeatedly have a routine, to do the same damn thing day after day after day after day. Yeah, you have to be a little insane. You have to be a little stupid to do that and i respect people like my mother holy shit i don't i don't know how the fuck she could do it but my dad was an entrepreneur so maybe i get the genes from him and i just don't want to do the same damn thing every day but routines are good man routines help a lot but not for someone with asperger's no i don't don't fucking know i i shouldn't say i have asperger's because i don't know but like Everybody's on the spectrum, to an extent, right? Everybody's on the autistic spectrum, a little bit. I think I'm going to wrap it up here. My tea's cold as fuck. I don't want to talk anymore. Got nothing to talk about. I've been rambling for the past 40 minutes anyway. And, uh, yeah, I'll see you guys next time. Uh, I don't know how often I'm going to post these. Probably once a week. I think I've said that. But, uh... I do want to get a routine with these as much as I was just shitting on routines. Although I did say they're good. I just can't really do them. I want to get a routine with this because I want to have an actual fan base. I want to be able to build a fan base. And I find with the podcast that are just coming and going and they're just whatever. They don't really have a loyal fan base. They just kind of have people who come and go. And I don't think I want that. I don't, I don't, value loyalty as much as I as other people because I if you don't have shit to offer it's okay Bill Burr made this point you aren't a fan of someone if they don't make shit you like if they make shit you don't like you're no longer a fan like he was saying there was some band in the 70s and 80s they made great music and then after that I gotta stop referencing Bill Burr because people are just gonna think that I'm a copy of him but like Fuck that. Fuck that. <clears throat> but 
then after, like, the 80s, the band just started doing shit, and he was no longer a fan. And that's how fandom works. If people stop making shit that you don't like, you're not going to be a fan of them anymore. doesn't matter. I feel like people say, oh, tell me who you're loyal to. <laughs> but it's like, it doesn't matter who you're loyal to. Loyalty changes. I'm a very statistical person, very analytical. Uh, I, I like to believe I don't think with emotions, but I'm a pretty emotional guy. But I just, I don't know. I don't know. I said I was going to end it, but then I just kind of didn't. That's all right. <sighs> I'm trying to think of any other points. Oh, yeah, if I want to. Yeah, I still don't know what the fuck I was talking about for that self-confidence point. Self-confidence is definitely the best way to pick up chicks. But you can't act self-confident. It just kind of happens. It happens, like, for instance, when I doubled down on my autistic post or whatever on Instagram, I slayed so many bitches after that. No, I'm just kidding. But I, I was... I was getting a bit hit up, and I was like, why? I was being an asshole. And then it got me thinking. You know, the the whole thing. Girls love assholes. I don't think girls love assholes. I think they like guys who don't ponder because they value themselves. And I think that's... I I, I always say I think. Like, of course I think. Just say it, you fuck. (laughs) Self-confidence is something that comes and goes, for sure. It, it's self-confidence and desperation are, like, the exact opposite. And girls hate a desperate guy. They hate it. Because that means that you don't value yourself. You don't value what you stand for. And when you're nice, that's the reason, like, I came to that conclusion a while ago. I was always the nice guy. I was always the guy who was sticking up for the little guy. But, there's a problem with that. Because then you're not teaching the little guy to stand up for themselves. Rather, (laughs) teach a man to fish, cook a man to fish, he'll eat for a day, teach a man to fish, he'll eat for a lifetime, If you teach the kid to stick up for himself rather than sticking up for him, that's much more beneficial. Sure, he might get a fucking fist to the jaw, but he'll get laid a lot quicker (laughs) because he'll have that backbone that we need. That's where I think masculinity inherently is confident. You have to be confident to be masculine. And there's something so damn attractive about that to women that they just... They don't care what you're talking about. I I genuinely think that it doesn't matter what you're talking about. If you're passionate about what you're talking about... The second someone tries to shut you down and you say, Hey! Fuck you! I like it! (laughs) Girls will be all over you. 
Girls will be all over you, I promise. You want to get laid? Go to the bar. Find the hottest girl there. Walk up to her. Do the old Patris O'Neill thing and say, Hey, your voice. It's annoying. <laughs> and she'll be like, what? What? Smoke show. Complete smoke show. You just have to say, hey, your voice is annoying. Bam. She's locked in. No, not really. It's not actually how it works. But when you're confident in what you say and you back up what you say, dude, dude, bitches love it. They do. I don't think that's the point that I thought in my head when I wrote that because I said what your dad doesn't tell you. But maybe. Maybe. Who knows? 45 minutes? Yeah. I'll end it here. I'll end it here. Thank you everyone for tuning in. And uh, see you in about a week or so. Hopefully you'll uh, you'll join me again and again and again because I, I promise I'll be here. Take care.